Ivan, Ivan. Hey Dan, can you hear me? Yep, loud okay. and clear. Fantastic. And all you're seeing on my screen is the neighbor association meeting. That says April. What is yeah, it? None, none of that rated R stuff you got pulled up in the background. <laughs> oh, I forgot to stop my video. Hey. I have a hair appointment scheduled for Thursday and I cannot wait. Yeah, I just got mine chopped off. I don't know if you can, you can tell if that's what you were, you were getting at. Yes, I was totally getting at how stunning and absolutely marvelous you look right now. Well, that's all I ask, so I appreciate that. You're always fishing for the compliments. Five. Oh, For folks who just signed on, um, this meeting is being recorded. And you may unmute yourself or say something in chat to the group or to an individual. Feel free. How do I see my video? So you should, where you're, where I, you're probably just seeing a single one, I imagine. Yes. Then there should be one that right next to, at the top of the, of where your video is, there should be a, a dash or an underscore, a square, and then a kind of a double line or equal sign and a grid. You would, Click the grid or the equal sign. I'm not sure if that makes sense or not. I'm not seeing it, but this is the first time I'm doing Zoom on my iPad as opposed to a laptop. Oh, well, 
I'm, I only have, I've only done a laptop, so I could be totally, totally off base for the iPad. We can see you though. <laughs> Am I centered in the frame? Uh, you're close enough. Okay. Ooh, six All right, 6.45, but we'll give everybody a couple minutes before we get started. Go ahead and get started. Um, maybe a couple more folks coming in. I'm going to put everyone on mute. Just a reminder: um, you're on mute. You may unmute yourself um, if you need to, um, or say something in the chat. But if you are not talking, I we do ask that you keep yourself muted to kind of keep out any unnecessary background noise. Um, oh, one more uh, reminder: this is being recorded. So if you don't like being recorded, uh, please log off now <laughs> or don't say anything. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. Um, we have a couple more people coming in, but we're going to get started. Um, this is the Forest Park Southeast Neighbor Association meeting for May. Um, ground rules for uh, the meeting. Um, so all participants are on mute. I kind of just went over this, but you may unmute yourself for Q&A or type your questions in the chat. Please, um, we ask that you remain muted unless you're asking a question or responding. Um, and just as in-person meetings, please be respectful of your fellow neighbors and guests. So our agenda for this evening, um, we're gonna start off with the crime and safety report, which really is just uh, a slide. Um, Officer Slade sent us over all the things that have happened. Um, they're the headlines of the issues that we've had or the, the things that have happened, but we have some more details that we can send out if you'd like. Um, Adeline will take us to the treasurer's report. Uh, we have the call for nominations for treasurer. And then we have a couple guests, including uh, Jack Bombstark from Grove Sid for Campbell Security uh, intro, as has been requested by some residents. And then we should have Rob Betts from the city's finest. Alderman Rohde will not be joining us this evening. Um, he had something come up last minute, and he will be back with us uh, next month, he hopes. First up, crime and safety report. Um, here's kind of the list of things that have happened since 4.30. Uh, I don't think I had a report since be from before 4.30, um, but 
kind of standard issues, unfortunately. Um, I think that, as you can see, that there are some arrests made. If you would like more details on this, please uh, let me know and I can get you in touch with the right people. Uh, and then just as a reminder, um, the WashU uh, Medical Center Crime Report is available on our website when it is released. It may be released by now. Jess, do you know? Yes, uh, it's posted online uh, on our website, and I actually just sent it over to you about 10 minutes ago. I apologize oh, on the uh, delay. All good. Thank you, Jess. So we'll make sure we get that posted on the website as soon as possible. Next up, uh, Treasurer's Report, Adelina. For one last time, for good measure, um, there's really nothing new on the Treasurer's Report from last month to this month. Uh, we haven't been collecting uh, any dues or donations really, uh, but if you, if you would like to make uh, donations or pay dues, which just as a reminder, our dues are now as much as you can pay, but at least a dollar. Um, then uh, you can do that through Venmo at any time. Um, and then maybe maybe by check or cash at some point in the future, but not currently right now. Um, but this is where we're standing as of right now. And the update is also available online uh, before the meetings as well. OK. All right, thank you, Adelina. And before we move on, I do want to, oh, this is what we're moving on to. Uh, we're doing a call for nominations for treasurer. Uh, if you have not received the email, we're going to hold the election either virtually or uh, in person uh, next month. Uh, most likely we'll have to meet virtually once again. Um, so that will be, um, yeah, we'll have the we'll have the elections next month. Um, we are accepting nominations either tonight or anytime before the meeting, uh, the June meeting. Adelina, do you want to go through just a couple bullet points of what the uh, responsibilities are? I think we did this a couple months ago, but it doesn't hurt to. Refresh. Sure. Yeah. So I I think it's available online. Yeah, you're right. Probably with the March notes in full as well as in our bylaws you can see what the role entails in the bylaws um, but essentially collecting dues um, ensuring that you're updating the accounting portion or excel spreadsheets on a monthly basis um, coordinating with vincent for any sort of payments that need to go out um, and then um, activities around fundraising um, as well, which which we don't have a whole ton of, um, but but yeah, kind of maintaining or trying to think of other ways to help support fundraising efforts. Okay, thanks, Adelina. Is there anyone that would like to uh, nominate themselves or somebody else this evening for treasurer? Um, I'll nominate myself. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Okay, does anybody have any questions about Treasure? Again, I guess there, I should say one last time, I had a few more folks uh, jump on. 
you're on mute, you may unmute yourself, unmute yourself. And that's, you just do that by clicking the little, um, by your name, you can hit unmute. Um, if you have any questions, let me know. Okay, if there's nobody else. Am I off mute? Uh, yes, is that Don? Oh, yeah, I like to run for treasure also. Okay. All right. Okay. If there's nobody else, we'll proceed. Um, if there is anybody else and you want to jump in later or to shoot me an email or the Fort Spark Southeast email, um, your interest before the June meeting. Next, um, we have our update from our neighborhood improvement specialist. Uh, Ron actually couldn't join us this evening, but he did send over several um, he did send over several updates. So starting from the top. Um, bulk pickup is this week on Thursday, but it should have been out uh, Monday. I believe that's before Monday at 6 a.m., um, but it's going to happen Thursday this week. Um, please use dumpsters properly, yard waste and yard waste bins, um, recycling, recycling. Uh, he did want to make sure that we reminded everybody that plastic bags are not recyclable. So if you have recycling, please throw the recyclables in and throw the plastic bags elsewhere or don't use plastic bags if you can. Um, so the Citizen Service Bureau number uh, is listed for um, if you have issues with mosquito spray. Tree removals took place last month. If you would like a new tree, please contact Ron. Um, can somebody throw Ron's email on the chat? I'm sure we have it. And parking meter enforcements begin June 1st. Wear a mask. If in public and uh, still try to patronize those neighborhood businesses that we know and love here in the Grove. Any questions that for either me or Ron? Okay. Up next. All right, Campbell security introduction. Um, let's see, do we have uh, Jack? on the line yes i'm here hey jack how are you good vince how are you doing fantastic um so just a quick reintroduction here so this is uh jack Baumstark, the head of the safety and security uh committee for the grove sid um and he's just getting there is some interest from residents on what campbell security uh i guess basically about Cam campbell security i know jack can't give us uh, too many specifics around patrols and things like that. Um, but the Campbell Security if, is who the Grove Sid has uh, partnered with to patrol the Grove, only, only the Grove. Um, and Jack, please correct me if I'm wrong on any of those points, but I'll turn the floor over to you. Well, you're right. We, uh, we hired Campbell Security about two or three months ago uh, through a bid process to uh, patrol the Grove Sid footprint. And there are three main people there, Corby Campbell, Chris Rock, Chris Rotino, and Dave Trembley. They, um, the main contact is Chris. And you guys may know him from Chris's restaurant, the, 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 the uh, breakfast place. 
on uh, maybe on Hampton. But uh, they we hired them as a result of a uh, a bid process, and um, to date they're doing a great job. And I'm I'm willing to take any questions you may have about what they're doing, how they do it. Um, I, I guess I'll I'll kick it off really quick. Um, so can you remind us what the and then just a, a quick kind of note. Um, they're still the city's finest still is in the neighborhood, but that is um, they are partnering with WashU, but that's separate from from Campbell Security, correct, Jack? That's correct. We have no association with the city's finance whatsoever. They were our provider in the past, and uh, we decided to go out for a bid, and uh, they were one of the bid people, but they did not win the bid. The, uh, the people at Campbell won the bid. Okay, um, and can you remind us what the Grove SID footprint is? Pardon me? Oh, the foot, I can't tell you the footprint, but it's mainly down Manchester Avenue, maybe a block either way from Manchester, but it's a long, narrow footprint. Okay. It's on the website though, you can easily find it. And are patrols happening, um, I know you can't get into all kinds of specifics, but are patrols happening every night, um, every yes, day? Patrols are happening, that's a good question. Patrols are happening uh, uh, any night of any week at different times between seven and 3 a.m. At this time and in the future, uh, there may be one patrolman, there may be two at different times, different hours. But at, 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 a random answer is virtually every night of the week, possibly between 7 and 3 a.m. Uh, we've been told by Captain Diva of District 2, he was with District 2, not to divulge the exact times for obvious safety reasons. If the bad guys figure it out, we're all in trouble. So we don't, we don't specify the times. Um, and, and do they have the same powers as, uh, you know, uh, an officer, a St. Louis city police officer? Yeah, that's another good question. They're all, they, they are all, uh, off duty police officers. They call them secondaries and they can arrest. They can do whatever's got to be done to keep the areas safe. Uh, at the same time, they sign in every night with the second district. So we, and sector district know where each other are for safety reasons. Okay. All the questions I have, um, if anyone has a question uh, for Jack, please unmute yourself or type it in the chat if you'd rather, or send it to me directly if you'd rather remain anonymous for whatever reason. Uh, what mode of transportation will the security be using? They use uh, they use bikes. They use like four wheel and not four wheel, but four per two person ATVs, like a Ranger. I don't know if you know what a Ranger is. Or they may use a car like a uh, a Ford Explorer. All three. Thank you. And all three are marked, by the way. Does anybody else have a question? If you think of it later, you can always shoot, shoot us an email and we'll pass it on and get the answer for you. Okay. All right, in that case, I guess we'll, we'll let you go, Jack. Thank I appreciate, you. Appreciate you stopping by and giving us a little, little background. I'm sure there'll be a question or two coming out of this. And please feel free to call if you have any questions at all. I'm, I'm really available.
Thanks, fans. All right. Thank you. All right. Again, if you do think of questions later, please feel free to let us know. Next um, was supposed to be our Alderman report, but again, Alderman Rohde is not making it. Um, and I, oh, I skipped it. City's finest update. So do we have uh, Rob on the line? You may be muted if you are. Jess, Jess, do you recognize, I guess you probably wouldn't recognize anything. There's a couple numbers on here. I'm not sure who's, who it is, may not be, may or may not be. I do not uh, okay. see him on. Um, it was my understanding that he would be, um, but I also don't know if it's always possible that something could have come up just based on the services that they, they provide, um, but. Sure. No, I understand. Um, we'll reach out to him and see kind of if he can join us at a later date. Do you do you have any information you can share just um, about kind of what their patrol, you know, where they patrol, kind of the same questions we went through with uh, with Jack? Yes. Yeah, so I, um, if, I can, if I can put you on the spot there. Best to answer. Um, in general, we contract with the city's finest to patrol the residential portions of um, Forest Park Southeast neighborhood. That um, is a commitment that we have made because of our um, interest and investment in making Forest Park Southeast a safe and sustainable neighborhood. Um, typically, we would not be contracting directly with a secondary security provider. Um, in most neighborhoods, that is um, deployed through the use of special taxing districts. Um, that allows um, the way they're a similar model to the Grove SID. Um, those special taxing districts have the local control over their dollars and the funding um, to then directly have a voice and a say in the um, contracting of those secondary patrols. Um, so that is the standard model. Um, that is a process that we're also always willing to engage in a conversation about um, and what that model more specifically looks like so okay um and do you do you have any ideas on when patrols typically happen that i don't um i specifically do not oversee um right. manage the relationship between um the city's finest and um and our office that was um a staff member in our office that um, unfortunately due to the circumstances of COVID um, has been furloughed. Um, so he is unable to attend uh, this meeting tonight. Um, but I certainly, um, yeah, could find out more information. Um, another really um, important piece of the conversation um, that I would add is that the 
Central West End NSI, the Neighborhood Security Initiative, um, is an organization that um, is located in the Central West End, but they provide services um, beyond just, um, they manage and oversee the contracts with the city's finest, but they also provide um, direct outreach to um, victims of crime. They also um, engage um, with the St. Patrick's Center for um, people experiencing homelessness. Um, and they have a lot of experience in neighborhood safety and, and security. Um, and so they're another, um, thank you for sharing that link, Adelina. Um, another important um, piece to the model uh, that could be helpful in, in bringing um, into a, a conversation. Okay. Do you mean when you say, when you say kind of bring them in a conversation, you mean, so they're not, they're not monitoring anything now within our neighborhood, correct? Uh, no, they have in the past. Um, but just in terms of, um, their footprint, uh, their geography and the services that they, they do, um, it's, um, I personally think it's a, they're an important piece to um, yeah, safety and security in, in general. So I guess what I was saying is if there are uh, additional questions or if people are interested in engaging in more conversations around specific uh, safety and security initiatives or um, you know, programming that could happen more broadly, um, you know, it would be they would be a could be a valuable piece to bring in. Gotcha. Potentially a good resource or at least to find out more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Jess. Does anybody have any questions? As you can tell, the, the knowledge is kind of limited without um, Mr. Betts here. But if anybody has a question, please let me know. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Jess. Um, we're going to move on. Again, if you think of a question later, let us know. Alderman Rohde is not with us. Um, he plans on being uh, joining next month to give an update on kind of the city's response with uh, COVID-19. Um, I did want to go through some announcements, some information that we've, we've got that things are still kind of turning as, as COVID-19 rages. Um, but let's see. Uh, first off, we do have um, an update from Green Street on the Unify Grove uh, project that's on, you know, that they've, um, that they're planning on the north side of the neighborhood. Um, right now it's been slowed down because of COVID-19, but they still are uh, moving ahead. They still would like to start construction in the fall. I believe that's all passed in through the development committee and um, we've had several meetings internally or as a neighbor association about it. Um, they are still also looking or doing work on the infrastructure piece of that as well. Um, some of the infrastructure upgrades that uh, they're planning for the north side of the neighborhood. Next, there was uh, an initiative by uh, Park Central um, that uh, Abdul shared with us about six months ago where they're looking at um, allocating home repair funds um, 
uh, throughout a couple different neighborhoods. And I can't get exactly too specific on it without, you know, Abdul here, but we did ask him for an update. And he said, again, it's been kind of put on pause with COVID-19. Um, after that starts back up, they will have um, their community uh, resource counseling staff help identify uh, potential folks in need of home repair. Um, and that is in their entire footprint, not just within Forest Park Southeast. Um, and so that includes uh, Botanical Heights, Central West End, uh, Fountain Park now, I believe, and a couple other neighborhoods. So um, we will have more information on that as we learn more. National Night Out, kind of going through a laundry list here, folks. So if you have, if you'd like to stop me, stop me. Um, National Night Out is still being decided. Uh, most likely it will be pushed back, maybe September or October, and we'll definitely uh, have some sort of social distancing guidelines. So it may take a little different uh, of a face this year than we've had in previous years. Um, we are definitely open to ideas, and we would definitely like folks who may be interested in volunteering to put something together, uh, contact us. And uh, just to, Dan mentioned earlier, if you could, um, we're also looking for folks in general to join the hospitality committee and make sure that we're having events that, um, that really bring the neighborhood together. And uh, one last update that I have is that Drury is on hold as well. So we talked about this a little bit last month, but the, we reached out to Drury again just to see if there are any updates. And as of right now, um, the Drury uh, folks are saying that they're on hold till uh, business picks up a little bit back to normal for the hospitality industry. Um, maybe not what uh, some of residents would like to hear, um, but we are trying to do you know, our best to make sure that this issue stays uh, first in the folks at jury's minds to know that, you know, as soon as things start pick back up or start picking back up that uh, we need their help to really engage with the neighborhood uh, in whatever form that takes. So, um, Dan, did you want to talk about uh, a, a cleanup day? You're on mute. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so last year we put together a small cleanup group um, to clean up the neighborhood neighborhood wide. Uh, this year we're looking to the same sort of activity again with the social distancing um, protocols in mind. Um, tentatively, we are planning to have some sort of cleaning, organized cleaning event the week of the weekend of June, pulling up my calendar here, uh, 6th or 7th. Um, more information to come. Um, we'll likely provide the bags and some gloves that you can, you can use. Um, organizationally, we'll probably divide people up if you come in pairs or small groups. We can all take different blocks and clean the neighborhood up. So one thing we talked about too was, you know, sending out a sign-in sheet or sign-up sheet. And then if folks are uncomfortable coming together, even to get materials, they can just go on that block that they sign up for um, and pick up, you know, pick up trash as they would like. We do, like Dan said, have lots of um, trash bags left from last year. I'm happy to drop those off at your residence, you know, just drop them on the porch if you'd like. Uh, if you, again, if you're not 
you know, comfortable coming together with other folks at, on one day. And you can just do it on a single day and send us photos on your own time. Right, Dan, is that about another option that we talked about? What was that last one? Um, just that folks could sign, they could sign up for a street that they would like, if, even if it's not on the sixth or seventh, or they, they don't want to come together with a group, then they can do it um, on their own, on their own time, and send us some oh, photos. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Be proactive and clean up while you're walking your dog. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, I do see that Don has his hand raised. Don, go ahead. Am I on? Yes, sir. Great. I just want you to know, Dan, I want to come to your cleanup, but I also got a lot of experience with <clears throat> uh, these large cleanups like this. And what we're working on over in the north side in the Wellston Loop is to get a cleanup going every every week versus every six months. We were engaged with Better Family Life doing cleanups in the neighborhoods. And I feel like I was starting to save my trash for six months before the cleanup was going to happen. So what we're working on is trying to get a cleanup going every day and putting some money towards it, getting some small little jobs in the neighborhood, sort of like a teen sweep type thing. Well, I hope I can introduce that to you at your, at your program and maybe we can talk about it. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Happy to talk about that more. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thank you, Don. Okay. Um, does anybody else have any announcements or questions about some of the announcements I kind of ran through? Um, oh, hey, uh, Vince. I just hey, wanted, this is Kim. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't get my video on. Um, I just want to talk about the Unify Swan. Uh, that's the Green Streets. Just you know, that's about a hundred, uh, almost 200 folks coming right in this real small area. And in terms of airtime, it sure didn't get much. I mean, I know you, it, you know, especially if you compare it to Drury, um, just what has happened in the Adams Grove area. I just, um, for it to just wash by like that is really disconcerting. Um, they're adding, an, I, I, it's got to be at least 200 people over here. You know, first WashU and Alderman Rody wanted to de-densify the area and they cleaned everybody out. And now they want to introduce a ton of people. And I mean, I guess we should be happy. There's some infrastructure going on. You know, it's just hard to, um, you know, um, make up for, uh, the decades of sewer collapses that people have experienced. Um, I don't know where to go with it, but those giant Corona hotels is it, just not the type of development we need. I'm just going to say it again. Home ownership, especially modest home ownership, is what builds wealth and what builds community, not these big rentals that are probably in a few years be section eight you know because everybody's going to be on it by then i guess so so do you i mean i yeah i think there are there are probably some folks in the neighborhood who, who agree with you um are those five or you, six buildings how many buildings is it 
I believe it's six. I could be totally wrong, but is there, you know, so we had, um, we had, we had a neighbor association hosted meeting. Um, we had, there were folks at the development committee meeting. I believe you attended that briefly as well. Oh, is um, that off my brain? The yeah. infrastructure committee has heard from Brian uh, from Green Street a couple times. Um, he's supposed to come back and give us updates and we'll make sure that we reach out and invite him to the, he's supposed to keep us abreast of what's happening. Um, you know, I don't know as far as the current process, I don't know what other, what you're kind of, if you have something that you're proposing as far as stopping it or kind of bringing more light to it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think we're open to hearing. Just you like out. I said, I'm, I just don't feel like it's building community, building well, piling people in like sardines over here is stupid. Okay. Well, I mean, I can pass, pass your comments on to Alderman Rohde and the development committee. Yeah, it'd be nice if the neighborhood association would drive it like they did the anti-Drury stuff. Oh, you know I, mean? I don't think the neighbor association is driving, driving that. We're just a platform and that's what we, we had a meeting um, with Green Street for folks to come and, and share their thoughts and concerns. I'm not sure. I wasn't actually able to make that meeting. I'm not sure if you're able to or not. Um, but there, we definitely had some time that, for folks to come uh, give them uh, their opinion. So, I, I, you know, that's, that's what our role is here at the neighborhood association. The difference is, I just want to point this out and I'll shut up. The difference is it made it look like the Drury development needed community support. This doesn't. This needs no community support. You guys were being asked. They apologized to you. You know, the north side of the neighborhood was asked if Drury could do this. You know what I mean? Nobody even considered asking was just, you're lucky you're getting told this happening before the bulldozer shows up. Well, again, I, I know that there was a meeting held where neighbors could give it's their feedback. Using so. a ton of tax incentives. Okay, that's a lot. And All right, I've got I've got Don's hand up. If I can I jump over to Don. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kim. Hey, Don. Go ahead. Oh, you. I've unmuted. You and I didn't realize you were going to talk about Green Street. Uh, I was a little disappointed in the update you gave, but here's what I got. I've been monitoring the construction up on Manchester, and I just want you to know, as a builder. I will not be using OSB on any type of building I build because that OSB is probably the cheapest material it can use. And it's really, I can't believe they allowed it in the form-based district. And do you know, can we kind of compare the tax incentives they got for the building up on Manchester uh, and, and kind of look at the form-based district a little closer? Because I know variances were given. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, we'll get that OSB type material and all of these new buildings coming in. And yet we're given full tax abatements. So I'm, 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 I just want you to understand that as a builder, I will not be using that kind of material in our neighborhood or any other neighborhood really. Thank you. Thanks Don. Well, um, I'll make sure to pass that concern on to uh, the development committee and Alderman Rohde. Just let them know your concern. I think it's, uh, thank you for bringing it up. 
Okay, anybody else? Any questions or comments? Okay, uh, let's see. And that is all we have for the evening. So if anybody else has anything else uh, that they think about later on, please shoot us an email um, or call the, the number. Um, until one quick reminder, next month are, uh, or is the treasurer election uh, for Adelina. Adelina, thank you for uh, working with us the past year and a half. Um, we'll miss you from the board and best of luck. Thank you, Adelina. Hey, Vincent, I had one announcement. Oh, yes, go ahead. Hey, I hate to do that. I know you were just closing things up. Um, my name's Tim Callahan. I moved into the city um, in October. Um, and I'm the GIS manager for the city. So I'm working on, we're actually working on a neighborhood planning application um, where we can, the application will, <laughs> be at neighborhood meetings and you'll be able to use it on your phone and provide feedback for things you like about your neighborhood things you want to change and also on specific planning proposals which ties into some of the conversation earlier about not liking the buildings that are going up and all that kind of stuff so um, i work in the planning department and the it department and the city is kind of um, we're just now getting in really in the last six months or so integrating a lot of real-time data collection in the field so my goal in the future is to have a dynamic data set of the whole city. Right now we're collecting street lights. Soon it will be sidewalks and road segments and basically everything. So yeah, I just want to introduce myself. If you guys have any questions about what the planning department's up to or what I'm up to, um, feel free to reach out to me. And I'll let you guys know. I can't make every meeting. I have two young kids, so it's hard to make the time. Um, but I think we're going to start to do some pretty cool type um integration with some of the neighborhoods so no that's that's great um definitely appreciate you um joining are you actually in the neighborhood or you're just joining um to kind of give us some info no i'm in the neighborhood i moved into forest park southeast oh perfect um, okay one of the things i did want to bring up is i have a way where i can ingest some of the citizen service bureau information so if there's I had this idea to create an application that we can show at the meetings. People can just pull it up on their phone and we can look at some of the pertinent, like over the last month, citizen service bureau requests for our neighborhood. Um, great. The goal would be to do it with, to be, do that with all neighborhoods. But I thought if we, you know, because I live here, we would be, kind of be like the, the guinea pigs for it. But yeah, I, I think, think it would be a, a good way to kind of monitor what's actually being um, completed as far as requests go. Oh, if people we, are interested, we all in that. love that. Yeah, I think I think so. Uh, so that would be for the citizen, the CSB request. You said is that as far as you mentioned something about comments about some of the um, just some of the comments that came up earlier. Is that part of an application too, or you're just saying that you're open to hearing those and kind of? Well, I want to hear about them, um, obviously, but we're, we've developed a neighborhood feedback tool, so it will work on, you know, different planning projects. Sure. Um, I'm still getting familiar with how everything works in the planning department, but 
essentially like what was referenced earlier is the planning department goes out and gets feedback from the neighborhoods to see if they're for or against the project. Um, so that's specific to projects, but it so can also be used. It can also be used to gather feedback just in general about the neighborhood. So um, if we used it at meetings, people could say like, you know, I like this jungle gym. I dislike this sidewalk. It needs repair, but it's just a tool to gather feedback so we can get a better sense of what the neighborhoods cherish about their community and what they want to get rid of. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Um, and that's an application in development right now? Correct, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm hoping once we start implementing it that it's really going to, you know, hopefully bring together some of the neighborhoods a lot. You know, I've only been here a short time. A lot, a lot of people talk about feeling disconnected with the city. And I feel like it'll be a way for us to be like, we're here, we're doing big things, and the city really is. Um, but, you know, of course, things you guys, you all already know, like limited budget, limited personnel, um, it makes things difficult. So sure. I see my job as the GIS manager of kind of using the Esri products we have and some of the GIS data to try to connect with the community a little more. Definitely appreciate you um, introducing yourself and kind of putting that all out there for us. I think we'll definitely look forward to hearing more about the applications you're developing and kind of how we can connect with the city a little closer. So that's, that's great. Thank you very much. Awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Tim. Okay. All right. Well then, um, thanks again for everybody joining us this evening. Um, we will be in touch on the June meeting. Um, if you have anything else before then, shoot us an email, call us, whatever you need to do. Otherwise, have a good month. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.